Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about using kindness to help heal your anxious mind. And I wanted to share the symptom of inner peace number 11, along with this idea. And what that is, is increasing susceptibility to kindness offered and the uncontrollable urge to reciprocate. So what this is, if you haven't heard me do the other symptoms of inner peace, there are 12 of them. And isn't it nice to think about a symptom in a positive manner? And Number 11 is us having an increasing susceptibility to kindness offered and the uncontrollable urge to reciprocate. When you find this happening in your life, you are well on the road to inner peace. And I think it is important for us when we are dealing with anxiety, panic, and all kinds of stress in our lives, that we also look at where all the goodness is where all the peace is and the kindness. And kindness and the urge to reciprocate it comes from our ability to be present with ourselves or another. And that's the mindfulness piece that we talk about here so often. A person being present with us can guide us along the way to waking up this symptom of inner peace inside us, and the wave of kindness can continue to flow. Stress and anxiety produce a cocktail of hormones that we are all too familiar with in our daily life. The connections that we have with self and others also create a cocktail of hormones from our inner pharmacy. The positive ones, including oxytocin, which is a natural opioid we make ourselves. It calms our mind and our bodies. This type of connection, which begins with our internal connection and self-compassion, can ease stress and tension and help us to feel the kindness that is around us, urging us to pay it forward without much thought or effort. This kind of idea that we have our own inner pharmacy is so important when you are working your way out of the wormhole of anxiety and panic, because you have lived daily, perhaps, producing your own inner cocktail of stress hormones, and you feel horrible. But the reality is that same inner pharmacy can be creating a cocktail of peace and calm hormones. And like I said, including the oxytocin, which is a beautiful one about connection. And it really makes you feel relaxed. So let's put ourselves in places in our lives 
where we can begin to have these kinds of feelings. And this is kindness, offering kindness and receiving kindness from others. How often we are so closed down and so in our own bubble that we do not even accept a compliment, right? Let's pay attention to these things. Let's receive the love and the kindness that is being offered to us. And then in turn, we will want to offer it to others. So there are some things that you can do. So let's look at some of those things that you can do. You can begin with yourself. Often we put ourselves on the list as the last thing to be taken care of. But even the Buddha and Buddhism teachings are about metta and loving kindness practice. They have you start with yourself. And so I would like you to consider yourself when you are working your way out of your anxiety by being kind to yourself, being kind to yourself first. Don't wait for somebody else to be kind to you. You be kind to you. And that can start with your speech. How are you talking to yourself today? A thing that you might consider doing is using the metta, the loving kindness meditation as a regular part of your meditation time by ending your meditation with a practice of four or five extra minutes of metta. So what is metta? I just want to briefly cover that for you because you may not have listened to other episodes that have gone more deeply into this. And that would be episode number 387. You could listen to that if you wanted to hear a metta meditation. But what it is, is a loving kindness is the cultivation of the sincere wish to be happy. And it is directed first toward oneself and then to others. And what it does is it strengthens the capacity of your heart to forbear challenges patiently and to connect with all beings in any condition and situation. It's the directing of loving thoughts, wishing for physical safety, mental happiness, and an enduring sense of ease and well-being for oneself or for others. And I learned this very specifically from Kamala Masters and Steve Armstrong here on Maui and spent a lot of time cultivating my own metta loving kindness meditation. Now you don't need to do that. You can do it at home on your own. And I will just briefly tell you, in case you don't get to episode 387, what the phrases are that we use so that we can connect into this loving kindness. We start again with ourselves and we say, may I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. And then we move on. I won't go into all of them, but we move on out into the world to someone who is close and dear to us. And we say, may you be safe. May you be happy. 
may you be healthy. And then we move on to a neutral person, a difficult person, and so on. It will be all explained more in that other episode. But it is so important and so beautiful how we can actually heal ourselves of being fearful, of being stressed, of being impatient by learning to be kind to ourselves. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. I also want you to keep up with or begin a gratitude journal. If you haven't started one, I would definitely get going on that because the gratitude journal can be extremely helpful. Even if you just, before going to sleep or when you first get up in the morning, list three things that you are grateful for. And the catch here is that I want you to write as many new things each day as you can. This keeps our mind looking for kindness and beauty out in the world so we can put it on the list versus its usual way of scanning the horizon all day, every day, looking for danger. The gratitude journal can really shift where your mind is looking and it can begin to bring it so that it is looking out into the world for beauty, for kindness. And the more kindness you are receiving, it may make it easier for you to be kind to yourself. I understand being hard on yourself. I'm hard on myself still, even though I practice these things and I have really gotten much, much better. It's very easy when we are tired, when we are overwhelmed, when we are stressed to fall in to negative conversation about ourselves using negative words. So one of the things there that you can work on is when you are talking to yourself in your mind or out loud is to actually pay attention and then ask yourself, would I talk to my best friend like that? Would I talk to 
anyone who was in need of some help and some reassurance like that. I'm sure that you wouldn't. So why do we do it to ourselves? Well, part of it is that we grew up thinking that the harder we were on ourselves, the better we would be, the more apt we would be to work harder and not make a mistake again in the future. And it just isn't true. The more we tear ourselves down, the less reserve we have for ourselves and for people around us. So really pay attention with that wording to yourself. Are you being kind to yourself? And use that gratitude journal so that you can begin to expand into this whole gorgeous world that we live in. Things that you have heard, things that you have seen, thoughts that you have had, write those awesome ones down. Don't let them slip away. The mind is made, our brain is built for negativity. It sticks to us like Velcro. We are meant to be like that in order to survive, in order to thrive, to pass our genes on to more survivors, right? But we also have developed our brain now to a place where we can see that and that we don't have to live in just looking to be safe. We are, for the most part, throughout the day, very safe but we are still churning inside and throwing out those hormones of stress as if we were in danger. We can turn that around by writing in our gratitude journal and by scanning the horizon instead of for danger, for new things that we can write down that we are grateful for. And this will help us to be more kind to ourselves, to be more kind to the people around us, because we will not be coming from a constant fear of being in danger. I also want you to recall the times that you have been supported and cared for by others. This will really help you to see the kindness that others have offered to you. Write these down. This is a good journal prompt is to recall times that you have been supported and cared for by others. Maybe it was recent. Maybe it was in the past, but jot them down. We gloss over these beautiful things in our life and focus solely on the negative, the dark, the fearful. Yes, We do that in order to be safe, to keep ourselves out of danger and harm's way, but we can register safety. Like right now, if you're listening to the show, I say this all the time because it's true. If you are listening to me right now, you are safe. So can you let your guard down a little bit? Can you let your muscles relax just a little bit? Can you look out wherever you are and see a thing of beauty and actually register it inside you? Let your heart feel it. Like I said, we're so built with the negative bias that we let all the beauty slide by us and we latch on to the problem. But if you are safe right now, look and find something that you can start a gratitude journal with tonight, or add to your gratitude journal. Just one thing. 
I'm actually looking around and I can see one of my orchids and I love my orchids. I can see that it is blooming beautifully and that it has these gorgeous, strong leaves that are supporting it, right? It's beautiful. Have I written that down lately? No, but it's there. I look at it all the time, but I hadn't taken the moment to actually be with it. And so I want you to do that with something in your environment right now. Notice it and keep it in your mind so that you can, when you're finished with this episode or get to wherever you're going or this evening when you have a moment, jot it down in a journal. This is a beautiful place to build a life of wonder, of peace, of kindness, of beauty. We can focus on these things and they will continue to grow within us. Remember those times that you have been supported and cared for by others. Again, that's a great thing to write down in a journal. We often don't think about these things. I want you to also consciously connect with people who can help awaken your inner peace and calm. Are there people in your life that just make you feel at ease, that make you feel joyful, that make you feel happy? Connect with these people and let that side of you flourish. Another thing to do is to experiment letting the urge to be kind to others flow out of you versus closing down. Do you ever have times where you have the urge to be kind to someone, maybe a stranger, uh, and we close down like, oh, oh no, better not do that. Like, I better stay in my bubble. I better stay safe. I want you to just experiment here and there with simple things to let the urge of kindness, to let that urge actually flow. If you feel like making a donation to something and you normally would close down and say, oh, wait, I'll wait till the holiday to do that or whatever, like just practice with it. Let it flow. Do something kind. Simple things. Hold the door for a stranger if the urge rises up in you. Just these little simple changes in our life can help us to actually be moving in that direction. We don't need to make big, gigantic, life-shaking changes in our lives. We can do simple, beautiful, peaceful things and begin to accept the kindness that others offer us and, in turn, offer kindness to others. I hope this show has been helpful for you. And you know, I love being here with you. And I love that because I was doing this show today, I got to look out and see my orchid, my beautiful orchid that is blooming here in the room that is the recording room. So it makes me happy. And you made me happy today. So thanks for being here. And now for today's quote. It's the symptom of inner peace number 11. Increasing susceptibility to kindness offered and the uncontrollable urge to reciprocate. 
That author is unknown, but still very much appreciated. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.